Surfing Sewer, episode 18 with Jake and Joe. We got a Friday night special coming at you hot. And it is sponsored by Coors Light because Joe is bussing right now. He's got Jeez, a little podcast was... lube, as we call it. You can't see it, but I'm, I'm chugging Coors Lights right now. Hell yeah. Uh, Joe, how are we feeling? I am doing great. Happy, happy Friday, everyone. And going to hope you all have a great weekend here. Um, lots to talk about with the NHL. The New, Je- New Jersey Devils are hot. The Boston Bruins are still hot. Excited to see you again. Um, big weekend coming up with NHL, college football, NFL. We got it all. I'm excited. It's freezing. It's dark at like four o'clock. I think it's about 15 degrees outside. It's good Oof. old Minnesota. You know it. You've been here. You've lived here. And now you're out in San Francisco. Tell me what it's like out there. It's beautiful. It does. It with the daylight saving recently. It, does feel weird because it's like getting dark now at like five o'clock which kind of sucks but uh it's very depressing it's very yeah. sad like i was like do we go out do i stay in maybe make some hot chocolate watch a movie no nope. feel cozy went right to the fridge grab some beers we're going out we're young jake i'm doing yes. it we're going big <laughs> celebrate the weekend i love it no, the, uh, don't let that don't let that 4 30 darkness make you tired as much no, as you want to just no no that's when the strobe inside. lights come on yeah, there we go so the disco ball baby. start buzzing yeah. you know what i mean come on you just gotta find Continue the light in the dark, it. right? Huh? <laughs> oh, let's go. Uh yeah, we got our picks at the end of this as well. Um, which I know is turning into one of me and Joe's favorite parts of this uh doing he's buzzing off a five and a week. The totals right now. Nope. I, uh, I think I misspoke, but I'm twelve, seven and one, and Joe's thirteen, six and one. So we're close. Joe came back big with a five and a week last week, which is huge. Five and oh people. Five I don't know if it's ever been done on a show. I if if I go five and zero again this week, I'll I'll jump in Lake Superior or something. Like I don't know. Like looking at the slate this weekend, gonna have to say it. Not that confident myself again. So well, were you um, that confident last week? I feel like we're never that confident going to the no. picks. That's the whole point. So you're of the right. Picks. You're right. Friday vibes right there. Maybe another five and zero weekend. Hopefully, maybe the worse you feel, the better the picks do. Okay. I thought about that. Okay. Talk to me. Let's go. I because uh, I feel I terrible about weekend. my five picks. Okay. Well, see, that's you can't say that. You just you're getting me all hyped up. Now it's gonna be no, but I feel good about them being terrible. You know yeah, what I'm that's, saying? That's a good call. That's it's like that Geico commercial. Remember that girl goes? She's like, I'm scared of how happy the savings are gonna make me feel, or something like that. I I, I like Geico. They got good. You don't remember that commercial, do you? No, I don't. But no. you gotta. I'm playing it off. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, <sighs> well, yeah, we can kick it to you for NHL. We got uh, what's going on with our Wilds? Can we start there? Yeah, let's start with the wild. Is Fiala so, uh, that big of a loss for us? Is that I guess so. I feel like we're not missing anything besides him. It's the same team, know. right? I was at um Bunnies last night. Shout out to Bunnies in St. Louis Park, and oh, they had the game great, on. Great, and great establishment. Great establishment in Minnesota. Love it. Great bloodies. Great steak and eggs for a brunch, by the way. Great too. Sunday fun day spot for sure. Exactly. It's a it's all, it's it's just a great place. But speaking of the wild, they had the game on last night and they were playing Pittsburgh and they Pittsburgh went up 2-0 quick. And then we're just sitting there and I'm like watching this team. They did have the reverse retro jerseys on, so I was like, this is sick. I like yeah. those old North Star vibes. But then just looking at the team, I'm just like, I don't know what's going on because last year was just so exciting with how everyone was playing. It was just like it's a lot more fun to watch the wild. It just seems young fast. Now you watch this team and you're like, it's just so boring. It's just like, everyone's just standing around. It's just so still. It's like everyone's waiting for Kaprizov to have the puck and score and waiting on him and Boldy. And it's, I mean, I thought the Fiala, I didn't think that was going to be a big deal at all, but I, and he's balling out in LA right now. That's the thing. So he's just, 
shoving up everyone's hoot right now. And it's just the wild are so boring. They lost six, four last night. They did come back to tie it up two two. I don't know what's going on. There's seven, eight and one right now. And it's just, it's just such a weird vibe with that team. I think it is. I think it kind of comes back with the Vikings. Cause I think everyone is so hyped on the Vikings and everyone's just watching that team and no one's really paying that much attention to the wild. Do you mm-hmm. kind of feel that? Like I've watched maybe two full games of the wild. Like I spend more time on like ESPN plus watching the East coast teams compared to the wild, which is, I don't know. I'm just getting Crazy, more excitement yeah. out of those teams. So I'm, honestly, I think I'm just waiting for the Vikings to win the Super Bowl, and then I can give my attention to the well, I feel like it's probably a similar story for the Timberwolves right now, too, because they're not fun to watch either. Yeah. And it's pretty funny. It's like I feel like the teams are very, very comparable right now where, like, everybody's kind of sitting around waiting for Anthony Edwards to do something. Right? And like, yeah, you know what I mean? And, like, him and Kaprizov are both like both super talented, obviously, but I still feel like they're very young in their careers right now. Where it's like, I don't know if they can fully like full on carry a team away like McDavid would. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I was. It's I, it's just interesting. I just I don't know. I'm watching this team and I'm like Kaprizov. He's still got it, but it's just I don't so know. Do like think- part of me is just like, do we tank again? Let's go get Bedard. And it's just like. But I know if something's going to kick in. This the central division as well is just very poor. Like it's probably the least. Like it's it's just a bad division right now. So November we're going to get the things will get going here. I think around after Thanksgiving, which is next week, and then Christmas, and just jump back into that hockey feel. So I don't I don't know. It's just every time I've caught a glimpse of the Wild, I'm like, what's going on? This team just is so so boring to me right now. Shut up! And then they. Just put Tyson Yost on waivers too, so that was very interesting. He's the guy that we got for. We traded over. For, he was from Colorado, and we traded Nico Sturm, and then Nico Sturm went to Colorado, but then they traded him to San Jose. So both those that trade just was a wash. Um, so yeah, it's very interesting. Flurry, I always said Flurry needs to play like he's the 2010 Pittsburgh Penguins. Flurry, and it's just I don't know. It's interesting. Our backup Gustafson has been so bad. He's one three, one four, and one now. So. Nothing going well there with that. The back end. Alex Golgoski isn't playing, which I'm very confused. He's like the, the core of the D, I feel like, and he's just getting no minute. I it's a very, very interesting situation with the Minnesota Wild, I'll have to admit. And so I'm I'm curious, and I'm gonna pose this question to you. Do you think that this team played like over their ability last year? And this is like the of the actual because we gotta be realistic about like we don't have a full cap space because we're still wearing no. Suter and Parisi's contract. That's what right? sucks too. It's like, you can't really do anything about that with the cap space. So like this next off season, there nothing's going to be able, like nothing's changing. Like this is the team we're going to have for two years. Is so it yet, two more years after this? We haven't no, like this after season. Next and then, season. Yeah. yeah okay, so okay. this off, this upcoming off season going into this year, still going to be the same team, like with that cap right. space from Parisi and Suter. So they won't be able to do anything. So, yeah, it's kind of we have to buckle up. And then I know I was reading reports, John Merrill, who's a D, they had a team meeting, I think it was after the loss. It must have been this morning or last night, and it was just like, let's get it going, guys. Like the team they had last year, it's the same, basically the same team. It's like we can do better than this, and, I mean, they should. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, I felt like last year's team was, like, big. Like that was the big thing is I felt like they played on, like, a lot of chemistry. Like they played on – because, you know what I mean? Like you didn't look at that roster necessarily and be like, wow, this is, like, full of – top end talent but like they definitely played you know what i mean like we talked about you know zuccarello's line and and stuff like that playing super well together and now i feel like it's not so much the case i don't know i mean it is early too it's seven eight and one they still have time it's just i i truly think everyone is just wrapped around the vikings right now because of how well they're doing because i usually feel like what does that affect how the wild play 
Yeah, like I think it's just my own viewing, dude. I think it's just so you think the, the wild state. players are if even the, wrapped the up Vi- in the Vikings. Yep, I swear to God, I think <laughs> if the Vikings were five hundred right now, the Wild would be like top top three in the league for some reason. It's just so it's we just, just got to make it. We got to get we got to get the like team time and then get out of there. Report back with the Wild here at Christmas, and if it's still like this, I'm going full Islanders Devils mode, and I'll just start cheering for the East Coast. That's all that I have. Honestly, been paying attention to with my television, but. Yeah, I don't. It's just, I we need some excitement, and we have the players. I mean, we have Boldy, we have Kaprizov, Erickson Ack. We got the guys. We can do it. I, I'm not giving up on this team. I, it's, I know we can do it. We're just going through a slump, but they just look really boring right now, and just very, like just standing around team. Yeah, that's what I'm just getting from the Wild. But let the Vikings win the Super Bowl, and then we're going to the Wild and the Timberwolves as well. So that's what I gotta say about the Wild. And, I mean, they'll figure it out. They'll get it going. Billy G's the man. He's screaming at everybody. Spurgeon's gonna let him know. Dean Everson, that he's just the he's the guy. So this is the team. This is the team we're gonna have for two years. So we gotta buckle down and start winning some games. We should Western Conference final. That's what we gotta shoot for. I mean, I'm getting so tired of losing in the first round with this team. It's just it's frustrating. And this is like the time. We finally get the one true superstar we have in this league, which is Grill Kaprizov. And we just gave him the five-year contract. And this is the, the team we had last year is who he's expecting to play with every single year. So I'll say that about the Minnesota Wild. Whew. Sorry, guys. All right, I'm going to get We just need to get now. out of those contracts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the contracts are going to – just sucks. We can't do anything about it. It's just, I mean, McDavid, we can't get any of those guys. I mean, not like we're going to get Connor McDavid, but it's like if you want to make a run at someone, we have no no chance. So that's my little wild spiel. I can kind of dive into a little bit too more with the Central, but – NHL, the biggest news story out of the league right now is the New Jersey Devils. That's right. The last time I talked to you guys was two weeks ago because I was gone last week, and I was like, watch out for the Buffalo Sabres and the New Jersey Devils because they were one and two in the Metropolitan Division. Um, the Buffalo Sabres, they suck. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> They came back on bad. fast. Seven so, uh, straight losses, right? Seven straight, yep. So last time I talked to you guys, they're in second. I'm like, watch out. This team might be there. This team might be there. Um they're not. They're still Buffalo, which is it's depressing. But we got the New Jersey Devils. Awesome. The New Jersey Devils are 14-3, and three, and they're currently on an 11-game heater right now. Who would have thought that? That's 11 chaotic. straight. 11, 11 straight. straight for the New Jersey Devils. They are uh, such a weird franchise, too. It's just like, oh, my God. They're, like, this, this fan base was cheering, was booing at Lindy Ruff screaming fire lindy fire lindy and literally a week later they're chanting sorry lindy sorry lindy in the crowd it was just it's just chaotic in new jersey right now had a chance they beat the leafs in overtime last night jack Hughes is playing the lay that he should be playing that number one overall pick he's just a freak jesper bratt is stepping up huge for this team i think he's leading leading the team at points i gotta double check that right now but he's been all over the ice i'm just glad to see jack hughes is playing the way that he is i don't know if he's he just needs to stay healthy as well but yeah, Jesper Bratt, 22 points. This guy's getting a lot of love around the league. Jack Hughes right there in the second spot with 19 points. So that's sick. It's just crazy. Like Jack Hughes has been in this league for three years already, three or four years. And he's 21. So he's got a lot of a lot of potential in front of him. But it's just crazy to see the New Jersey Devils, man. I mean, 11 straight wins, 20, 28 points. It's just bizarre. I don't know if they'll be able to hold it. It's still the New Jersey Devils. But it's just so cool to see that the last time I talked to you guys, one of the two teams I mentioned – is an 11 a game hitter. Um, so that's sick. And yeah, Buffalo, seven games in a row. You guys haven't won. So, and you're getting a lot of snow right now. So stay safe in Buffalo. Yeah, six feet. 
Yeah, it's crazy. That that's that's bonkers in Buffalo. So yeah, let me start getting back into I just want to tell you guys about the Devils. That was just the hottest story in the league. So I thought I'd start with that. But um the Atlantic, Atlantic Conference, Boston Bruins, 15 and 2. This guys just are not gonna lose. They're not losing there on a five game win streak. Um they look very good. Very, very good. Very just typical Boston Bruin way. I didn't think it was gonna be like this. I thought they were gonna have lose some momentum with the age on this team, but they are still riding strong. So Shout out to the Boston Bruins. Um Do they have any, like real young guys on that team? Nope. They really don't, besides Fredrickson, who's from the University of Wisconsin, but he's kind of like an enforcer. So still that same like pasta, Bergeron, Marchand, whole core is still there. McAvoy. I mean, McAvoy's young, but <clears throat> that's still that same old Boston Bruins team, which is crazy to see. But yeah, they're first in the Atlantic. Uh Toronto's coming in at second with nine four nine, five, and four with twenty-two points. The last time I talked to you guys, people were mentioned that they want to fire their coach. And it's just like now the second. I really, it's just Toronto media. It just it just bugs me. I, you guys can't. The guy will lose one game, and everyone's like, "It's yeah. it, burn the building down, burn the building down." So the Leafs are still looking good. Don't worry about it. Um, Tampa Bay. Yeah, we've all heard this story. I mean, just the, the Leafs, Tampa Bay, Boston. It's just the same old with this division. But Detroit, I will say, they're coming in at four. They're eight, five, and four with twenty points. So. They've been playing. They've been playing there. They're, they're looking not bad. Maybe make a playoff team towards the run there. The Swedes. It's a Swedish team. Florida. They're fifth with 19 points. Remember, they can't make the playoffs. That's my pick. Um, my pick was the Ottawa Senators, and they are, they're horrible. They're worse than Buffalo. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. The Senators who I picked to make that last wild card spot. What happened with them? They got who did they get this offseason? They got Claude Giroux and Alex Dabrinkat. And I thought that brings some energy into that building. Stinker. Not at all. They're horrible. 691, 13 points. And worse, worse than the Sabres. Worse than the Sabres. It can't be worse than the Sabres. Like and, and just as bad as Columbus, which is tough. I didn't, yeah. Columbus is, yeah, these guys, I don't know. They'll figure it. They won't figure it out. Who am I kidding? And Montreal's got 17 points. They're 500 right now, but it's just weird to see with those guys. Um, so yeah, take away if you're taking it from this, Boston's a wagon. They're gonna, they're gonna keep this going. Toronto, if you're a Toronto fan. Don't say – if you guys lose a game, just relax. For the love of God, you have Austin Matthews. You guys are going to be okay. I think you'll, you're will you going to get past the first round this year too. Tampa Bay, give someone else a chance. Um, I'm, I'm tired of you guys. No one in Florida. There's not a ice arena around the state of Florida besides Tampa and Florida or the South Florida. Detroit, that's cool. The Swedes, let them go. Uh, Buffalo, figure it out. And Ottawa, I really need you to step up. So that's my Atlantic division recap. And now uh, jumping in. Lovely, Metropolitan. Lovely. Like I said, New Jersey Devils, 28 points. Keep that just I hope they win just the rest of I hope they don't lose again and they break NHL history. That would be bizarre. Um, Carolina Hurricanes, my Eastern Conference Stanley Cup prediction. They are 10, 5, and 2, 22 points, second place. Not not looking. They're there. They're they could get some scoring, which we need, but second place is second place. Can't complain. And then we got the Islanders, who are tied with them for 22 points, who I said was going to be my sleeper team. They're looking good. Had a chance to catch them last night. They lost, but they're still looking good. All right, they came back, 22 points. Shout out to Long Island. And then you got the New York Rangers, 8-6-4 with 20 points. Um, It's going to be a shootout. Got Pittsburgh and Philly, who are both at 17 points. Same with Washington, but I don't know. This division is going to – I'm very, very curious. Who's going to win the division? And then I'm – by the way, I – I like the Islanders. I I hope I'm right about. Fun fact: Matt Barzell has 19 assists and no goals. 
That's just, impressive. It, very impressive. Like he just doesn't shoot. He just passes it to everyone. I think if this guy was empty net, he would somehow find a way to get an assist on it. Um, but yeah, shout out to the Islanders, Long Island's rocking New York, the the Rangers, the city team. Um, they lost to the, the Kraken last night in overtime. So they're kind of going through a little bit of a skid right now. They got a big Western conference road trip coming up here. So they're out West. They're not home back in the garden until I think, Two weeks or I don't know. They're on the road for a while is what they were saying. So they're going to be out Pittsburgh. They start off hot. I thought they were going to be scary. Now they're back to being Pittsburgh, like the, the olding aging Pittsburgh penguins that I thought they would be. So that's them. Philly uh, torts is being torts 17 points. He's just screaming at everyone. It's good to see him. I think he has I saw the, his in-game in-game interview. Yeah, He's just nuts, dude. It's awesome though. It's funny, but he's just, he's just he's crazy. Good content. Yeah. He's good content. I will give you that. Um, he did pass or actually just broke the record for the most games coached by a U.S. born human. Wow. I think it's 1400. So shout out to John Tortorella, USA, USA. And then, yeah, like you said, Columbus, they suck. Johnny Gaudreau was playing well, but they suck. No one in Ohio knows they have a hockey team. Well, I, um, please explain to me why he went there. I still cannot understand. Okay, so I, I have no idea. I thought he's going to the Flyers this whole time. Like, this is the easiest free agent prediction about like he's going to flyers um i had a chance to watch like the behind the scenes of the signing and he i i still don't understand man he said he wanted to be closer to home but you go to columbus and his his wife's having a baby so he wants to be closer to home where's i mean if you didn't shoot new jersey but everyone thought he's going to the flyers because he grew up as a flyers fan and his best friend kevin hayes is on the flyers so it's easy also closer to jersey that's right next to jersey so i was like so i was like okay if you didn't go to the flyers you probably go to New Jersey, right? That would make sense. Columbus? I I, I don't get it. It's this team is gonna suck. Why well, should have gone to the Devils? That'd have been an ultimate wagon, then, huh? Yeah, that. Imagine that. Oh, imagine Travis. the Devils are trying to right now. I oh wish you would have got one of those two teams. Like I have no interest. I don't watch the Columbus Blue Jackets. Like I try to watch every NHL team throughout the week mm-hmm. and just like get glimpses of them. The Columbus Blue Jackets, the Winnipeg Jets, just do not. Grab my attention. I think it's because of the background of the city and the culture. But, I mean, Winnipeg's good. We'll get to them. They're a good team right now, which is a very sneaky sleeper. Uh, but Columbus, they just – I don't know, Johnny. Why'd you do it, Johnny? You could have gone to New Jersey or Philly. Why'd you it do so it, much Johnny? Fun. God, they suck. 13 points. Um, I didn't even – let me check the stats. Lonnie, he's getting back. But leading the team is Gaudreau with 14 points. And I don't really – I don't know. They're, they're, they're toast. They're not going to make the playoffs in the next three years. I'll tell you that. So that's my he, Eastern Conference. He's their whole team. He's their whole team. I don't, Johnny, you could have gone to Philly. Hold on, Coors Break. Coors Break, sponsored by Coors Light, unofficially. Tastes so good. Friday night, guys. Tastes Maybe so if good. we just we just speak it into existence. It's, I love my Coors Lights, but uh, that's my East Eastern Conference recap. Shout out to the New Jersey Devils. Boston Bruins are a wagon. Uh, Jet, Devils are going to lose again. So, yep, there's your Stanley Cup champion, the New Jersey Devils. Um, Already sealed it getting, getting into the Western Conference, let's go with the Pacific. I want to jump with the Pacific for the Central. So, Vegas, they're also um very good hockey team. 14-4, 28 points. Jack Eichel is looking like he's just playing super pissed off and hates everyone, which is great to see because he's on my fantasy team. So, shout out Jack Eichel. L.A., like you said earlier, Fiala is playing unbelievable right now with this team. They're second in that division with 23 points. I believe he is leading the team with 18 points. So, yeah, glad we got rid of him. Like, I will be honest. I thought he was going to suck, and he does not suck. So, thank you, Kevin. 
really just shoving it up our faces. Um, third, the Seattle Kraken. Crazy. Who would have thought? They're getting – the crackheads are buzzing over there in Seattle, man. Like I said, they beat the Rangers last night in overtime. They're 9-5-3 and three with 21 points. Be cool to see them make the playoffs. It's always just cool to see new cities get in the playoffs. But don't win it. Do not win the Stanley Cup because that would piss me off if a team in the second year in the league wins the Stanley Cup. Like when oh, Vegas made yeah. it in the first yeah. year, I was so pissed off. Um, but they lost. Edmonton, they they need some help. They are fourth right now with 18 points, 9-8. and eight. Evander Kane, did you see that? He cut his wrist, yeah. the skate. That was pretty scary. Um, so how long is he up you for? get better? Uh, I think it's like a month or two, That's but it, crazy. Was, it was very scary. If you guys haven't a chance to see it, you should check it out online. Vander Kane, like got his wrist cut. It's very scary. And he had like rush off and blood was yeah. check it out online, but if hopefully you, you get better. If, with, with a, if you can handle blood, cause there's you a handle blood, blood, check the video out. Um, but yeah, hopefully you get better Vander. This team needs to get some more offense. That's a, Every, I mean, is it the offense? It just sucks because Dreisaitl or Leon and McDavid, that's just the whole team. Like they are score every single point for that team. Right. So if, it's just interesting. And then their defense will suck because they put the whole mindset on getting McDavid and Leon. So getting the offense, yeah. Yep. Edmonton, I picked you. Um, really interesting. The team that I picked to go to the Western Conference final against my Colorado Avalanche was the Calgary Flames. And they, they look really boring too right now. Seven seven and two with sixteen points. I don't know. I thought th- this team was off the hot start, and then last time I talked to you guys, now they suck. They're two six and two in the last ten. So it's like, what the heck? Slump. They're in a slump. They're doing the same thing slump. as Wild. Uh, we'll get back with them. So don't worry about it. The Sharks fifteen points. Nobody cares about the Sharks. They're six ten and three. David Quinn, one of the best looking coaches in the league. That's all I gotta say about the Sharks. I haven't watched a single of their game. So. Don't know about the Sharks. The Canucks, last time I talked to you guys about the Canucks, they're on like an eight-game losing streak. They moved up from last second to last. They let the Ducks take that last spot. Because so. the Ducks are terrible, right? Ducks are horrible. The only reason I watch the Ducks is because Trevor Zegras, and I like Orange County. It's the only reason why I tune into the Ducks games, because it's a very beautiful area. The golf courses are great. Great, you know, the beach, the vibes in Orange County. I, I like that. But as far as their hockey team goes, horrible. 5-11-1, can't get anything going. Zegras is, will not... I, I will call this Trevor Zegers will not finish his career as an no chance, right? He will go to the he'll go to the Rangers. That's what I'm guessing. He's gonna go to the Rangers. Um, he's gonna go to like a mega super powerhouse yeah. team for sure. Oh yeah. They're minus twenty six goal differential Horrible. right now. Holy cow. Horrible. They're so bad. Giving they up can't the most get goals Jamie Drysdale, yep. he's out for an injury. I do like watching him as a deep defense, but he's out with injury, so that sucks. Their coach is gonna get fired. It's it's brutal. Um but yeah, from the Pacific, Vegas filled the thrill skating his a thousand game last night. That dude just keeps going off hot dogs. Thousand Pepsi. straight. Is it thousand straight or thousand total? Thousand total, but I think it's like nine hundred something. He has the Iron Man streak right now. Right. Does he st- is it still going? Still yep, it's, he's still going. I don't know That's how. Crazy. Like if you look at Phil Kessel, he is just built off hot dogs. He said he said the same thing. I saw the interview and they were like, Well, how'd you do it? And he's like, I don't really know. He's crazy. He did go to the U, so I do love that about him. Minnesota mm-hmm. guy. Um, shout out Phil Kessel. Watch out for Vegas and LA playing hot right now. His sister keep on cracking. Hell too. Yeah, she's a she's a dog. She's Olympian. Yeah, she's Olympian. She's a dog. Um, Central Division, worst division in hockey right now. Dallas Stars. Last time I talked to you guys, we're in first. They're still in first. Ten five and two. Twenty two points. Yep, you heard that right. Twenty two points is leading this division. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> very interesting. 
Winnipeg Jets. Don't watch any of their games because the city of Winnipeg, it just seems so depressing up there. That's I'm very Oh my god, that city like, does look so depressing, dude. It looks like right? a it gives me like a like a Russian Chernobyl vibe. Type I know. Of thing. It's like so the, interesting. Like, like I the, think Winnipeg and the Columbus architecture the there teams. is so brutal. Yeah. Dude, but just Columbus like, is actually kind of fun. I'm not gonna lie, I've been there. I'd rather go to the Blue Jackets than the Jets. I'll give them that. Because it's like Columbus. But I just wouldn't like to play for the Blue Jackets because like you're oh, playing yeah, at suck. the Buckeyes. Like I feel like every like that city is just about Ohio State. Oh, 100 percent Like they could care less about the city. Blue Jackets. Yeah, yeah. It's just 100%. a college city. So it's like the college quarterback is a lot more important than Johnny Gaudreau. Like CJ Stroud would get the key to the city compared to Johnny Gaudreau in Columbus. But you could say that about a lot of places. Yeah, you can. That in America, probably not in Canada. But like if CJ Stroud was the quarterback in Minnesota, he would get the key to the city before Caprice. Over Kirk? Over <laughs> Not over that was a bad take. Yeah, because we're talking hockey. Um, yeah, you're right. You're definitely right on that. Um, that'd be sick if you came. So that, but it is unfortunate. It's one of the best like college football places in the country. So like people, yeah. nobody's probably going to Columbus games. That's why. Yeah. Why'd you why'd you sign with the Blue Jackets, Johnny? Yeah, I'll tell you back that. To that. No back sense. to that. Back to that. Um, let me wrap up the Central Division. Twenty-two points. Dallas at the top. Winnipeg second. Twenty-one. Colorado. It's my team. Playing a little better, seven and three in their last ten. They got nineteen points. Um, I think they're starting to figure it out. Nashville, seventeen points. St. Louis, they they were bad. They did win last night, and they are on a five game heater. But they started off horrible, which was very surprising with this team. They're eight and eight. Then, like I said, with their wild seven eight and two, sixteen in points. Blackhawks, they're horrible six seven and three with fifteen. And then you got the Coyotes, who are six nine and one with thirteen points. They suck. They're going to continue to suck. They're playing in a college arena. That looks like it's a good turnout with the 5,000 people that get to go to those games. So that's all the thing they got going right now in Arizona, and they're tanking for Bedard. I think we've mentioned this last time. If Bedard goes to the Arizona Coyotes, he's pulling that Eli Manning, and he's going to He's gonna say he just won't say sign. No. He's yeah. not doing it. I wouldn't want to do it. So I got that a is my NHL. Yeah, give it to me. I got um, you. How come when they – and maybe you don't have an answer for this. This is kind of an interesting question. But I, like, I'm going to have an answer. If I don't, I'm going to make something up. <laughs> When they so they do wins, losses, and overtime losses. Why yeah. do they not do overtime wins? Like, why does an overtime win count as a regular win, but an overtime loss doesn't count as a normal loss? You know I don't what know. Saying? It's interesting. I think they should get rid of the overtime loss as well, too. I think it should just be wins and losses. I think if right? you lose in overtime, you should you shouldn't get a point. It's for just that. a loss. Yeah, it, it pisses me off. It's like the only league that you get a point for losing. It's or like a participation like, point. Yeah, yeah, for if sure. If you make it there, it's like you're for sure getting something. Because what is it? It's three mind. points for a win or two? No, is it two? And one for an overtime loss? Yeah. Oh. I just don't yeah. like it. I don't like seeing the, like, nine, five, and four on a record. It should just be nine and five. Yeah, because it looks like these are, like, they consider them ties. almost as, like, ties. Yeah. Like two, it pisses five, me off. Yeah. I've never liked that about the NHL. Yeah, it's I was horrible. Curious. And then some team could just... That's how some some teams sneak into the playoffs. They'll just get to overtime games and get like eight overtime games in a row, and they're just adding a point each time. But some other team could have like four more wins than them, but they their points aren't adding up. Yeah, that's why I think like it should uh, – because I think in the – and I'm not saying it should, this is the way it should go, but I think in the NBA it goes like by, based off like – obviously in overtime it just counts as a win or loss, so like you don't have that third column, but like it goes off of like winning percentage, you know what I mean? Which it's like, weird. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. But, the NBA does it just win and a loss, which I'll 
That's what Pretty I like normal. The NBA. Yeah. Um, as far as NHL stat wise, points leader, take a guess, Connor McDavid, 32 points. First Shocking. place, second place, very big surprise, a defenseman out of the San Jose Sharks, Eric Carlson. Added him to the waiver wire um, as soon as I started getting hot. He ruined my parlay the other day. Dude, he's a freak, man. I don't know what's going on with him this year. And then you got Leon with 28 points. And then uh, Robertson out of Dallas, 26. And Pasta, 26 as well. So that's those are the leaders right now. And then you know I give my plus-minus leaders. I give them one. One plus-minus. My boy Hampus Lindholm, also on my fantasy team. A plus-20 right now. That's very impressive. He's been balling out this year. Shout out to Hampus. I only do one, folks. You don't get the list. You get the one. Uh, gold folks, leaders. For, for, for the next three people, if you're curious, they're all devils. That's impressive. Yeah, so they're balling out right now. And then you got Tana with Seattle, who's got the crazy photo with the eyes. Um, but yeah, the, the devils are – damn, the devils are good. Um, but shout out Hampus Lindholm, one. Do you think they can keep it one. up, though? Is this is no. this a flash in the pan? You think it's – do you think 11 straights just – they're just buzzing off that energy. They're all they're doing cocaine down. or something. Like, I don't know why this team is good right now. It's so confusing. They don't have anybody um, besides Jack Hughes and Jesper Bratt. And it's just, I don't, I think it's a, one of those first quarter teams that get hot. Like this team's going to end up like third to last, I bet, in the division. But don't you feel like that, that's something like, especially in a sport like hockey, where like chemistry can play such a massive part of it. Like, obviously there's going to be teams that are going to be more talented than you, but like so much of it is chemistry knowing where people are at. And if the devils just have that, then, you know, I mean, I'm not, they're probably I'm not going to finish like, first. I've, I've followed the devils the in the last couple of years. Like obviously they've been the lottery picks the last couple of years. So I've been following them. Big fan of Jack Hughes. I've always liked his game. So I wouldn't be mad. Wouldn't be mad if the devils made it. I like seeing new teams in there. I just don't know if I see this team making it still maybe a bubble team, but yeah, it's interesting. I, It'd be cool. I always said I like new teams. Shake it up. I, I wish the Sabres were getting hot. I'd rather have the Sabres over the Devils. I'll say that. I Just with the stuff the Sabres have gone through. Um, but yeah. But the thing, so, and this is the same thing that I've I've been noticing like with these slower hot starts that you have across these sports. <laughs> like, So let's say they, they do level out a bit, right? And we'll call them what? The Devils probably going into the season. You thought they'd be what? Slightly below 500 or right around 500? Yeah. Yep. I'd say right around, right below. So you say the rest of the year they go 500, like that's still a a 50, a 50 win team. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. That's a, that's a playoff team, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're right on that. They're they're what? 13 and two? 14 and three, I believe. 14 and three. Double check. So if they went 500 the rest of the games, they'd finish 11 games over 500. That'd probably be a playoff spot. That'd be crazy. Because that's what I mean. Is like you have they're going to win. They're going to win tomorrow. They'll beat the Senators in this game. They were they're going to go on a a two game losing streak after the win on Saturday. They'll lose to the Oilers and the Maple Leafs. Call them a shot. They'll lose those back games, and then um, then they get the Sabers, and that's like the Super Bowl of hockey. Everyone tune into that game uh, Friday night. Don't go out watch the Sabers and Devils play Let's the go. hockey league game. We're so live streaming that one next Friday. But yeah, kid, shout out Devils. That's take away anything from this. Shout out to New Jersey Devils. Great Keep story. it going. Great story. Um, to wrap up my stats, Omar out of Boston, nine three seven save percentage, and then he's still got twelve wins. So this dude was the starting goaltender in Buffalo. He figured out what Buffalo was. He got a trade over to Boston, and now he's playing well. So that's what happens if you get traded out of Buffalo. Shout out Jack Eichel. 
Um, yeah, that's my NHL news. Um, like I said, keep an eye out for the the Devils. And if you don't have anything going on next Friday night, Devils Sabers six thirty ESPN Uh-oh. Plus. So that is uh it's my NHL take. I'm excited to see where the season goes. The Wild just let the Vikings win the Super Bowl and then they'll get hot. Look at and uh, Columbus. Just don't put a pool in your arena. Uh, just don't do the Jaguars thing. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that, too. So, yeah, that's my Keep the pools Olympics. away from the stadiums. Keep the pools away from the stadiums. You might you might win some games. But, uh, yeah, excited to finish up, get the season going, get the snow is coming down. You know, holidays are coming up. People are going to tune into more hockey games. We'll get it going. Love talking to you guys about NHL, one of the greatest leagues in, in the world. In the um, world. In the oh, world. Yeah. Yeah, let's pass it to you, National Basketball Association. Let's go, NBA time. Here we go. Um, so, like we've like we kind of talked about there in segue with the wild is how poorly the Timberwolves have been. Uh not a whole lot to be excited about right now. They're technically in the tenth seed. And by technically, I mean because they're technically tied with Oklahoma City at seven and eight as well. Um not exactly where you wanted to be with the Wolves. Um, we made an all-in trade, obviously, going into the season to get Rudy Gobert, um, where we were in the exact opposite of the position of the Wild, where the Wild had no opportunity to make moves, where the Timberwolves had opportunity to make move, and it sure seems like they made the wrong move. Um, yes, it is 15 games into this trade. I totally understand that, but there are people all over the place, and yes, again, this might be early, but... People are calling it the worst trade that they've seen in like sports history. Hasn't which been is crazy. Hasn't been great. Has not been great. Um, um, yeah. Because we had, we did give up so much for him, and we gave up a lot, man. I I got so tickets too to the 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 thirtieth against the Grizz because I Ooh, do want to see a game. That'd be a sick game. I like this like rivalry we have going on with Memphis too. Yeah. so it's kind of cool, right? But yeah, I was like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see a game. Check this team out. I want to see it. So. Let's get it going. Yeah, they and I covered this in in a little bit more depth last week, obviously, because Joe wasn't here. So I got pretty much like just an hour straight of me talking NBA. So I went into a lot of it, but um, there hasn't been a ton of change, I would say. Um, you know, we we won two straight right now. Uh, the Cavs game was, in my opinion, not not a throwaway, but like uh, Mitchell didn't play, so. Obviously, that helps when Mitchell doesn't play. But we gave 51 points to Darius Garland. He went off against us, um, which I love watching him play. Uh, so on the surface, it seems like a good Cavs win, but the Cavs are struggling a little bit right now anyways. Um, that was good to see Russell go for 30. Um, he finally had an efficient shooting night. Um, he looked a little more aggressive on the attack. Um, but at the same time, you know, you had Cat go for 29, Russell go for 30, and then you look down at the bottom of the score and you see Anthony Edwards with 10 points minus 11 in a game that we won. It's like, you know, let's just Tayshawn Prince scored more points than him in. Tayshawn. Tayshawn's got more points than Anthony Edwards. Tayshawn. Sorry. (laughs) Tayshawn. I saw T Prince. No, Tayshawn. Tayshawn is not in the league. That was Tareen. That was Tareen Prince. I apologize. Different person, Joe. Yeah. I would believe. uh, No, didn't we have Tayshawn Prince? We know, I don't think we've ever had Tayshawn. Tayshawn yes, played for the Pistons in the early 2000s. Okay, we didn't have him, but I would believe that. Maybe on the back end of his career. I don't remember. You could have told me the normal Prince was just there and still driven around playing basketball. But uh, <laughs> Back on subject, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, but uh, the 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 Wolves are, I guess, if you want to call it a, a little bit of a winning streak right now. But uh, I mean, there's just not a lot to be excited about with with what you see on a nightly basis out of that. We beat the Magic. I was going to say that they're there, but any decent team we play, we just kind of get dominated by their starting lineup. And I know um, our bench is something to be excited about, but like. I don't know. Like there's a lot of people throwing around stats about how, you know, like people said Mitchell never passed the ball to go bear. And then they compare it to the amount of um, passes that Anthony Edwards has. And it's like drastically less with Anthony Edwards than it was with Donovan Mitchell. But the way that go bear fits in this offense to me just isn't working. So, so far, and maybe we can turn a corner here, um, but he just feels like he's lost he looks like he doesn't know what to do when he gets the ball. Sometimes like I saw a play where he got the ball on the baseline and he just traveled. Um, just not what you want to see out of your big man. And um, cat cat got a new haircut. I guess not a new haircut. He changed his hairstyle and I like it. It's a new cat. You like it? Yeah, I do. I like, the I haven't seen rolls. it. Is it nice? Let me go look. He's right got cornrows. Um, but any moss kind of, yeah. But uh, so hopefully and he's been playing well. But uh, I think this mostly centers around D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards, like I've said before. Um, but D'Lo has proven over and over again that he probably isn't the player that people would hope that he was going to be. Um, I just wish he had a little bit higher of a motor and the same could go for Anthony Edwards. And the team just doesn't look that excited to play for each other. They didn't even look excited after they beat the Cavs in a close one. Like the energy... And um, the excitement I feel like that they played with last year is kind of gone. Um, and I think we miss Pat Bev right now because, uh, you know, we brought in Gobert, got rid of um, Pat Bev in that trade. And, and like I've touched on before, that I feel like he was truthfully like that type of veteran leader that we needed on this team. Um, and like you, you see around the league, like these teams um, that are playing well right now, they kind of have that that old person on the team that that vet on the team to go with these younger players um you know and i feel like that really you know that that person's still in the rotation too you know we have austin rivers who 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 could be our vet i suppose but he doesn't really play so it's tough when like a guy's not in the rotation i feel like to to put too much into what he says sometimes um so yeah wolves wolves need to turn it up a bit they're like i said seven and eight um they've they're on a two-game winning streak, but they're they're you know four and six in their last ten. Um, but the West is interesting because there's a lot of teams hovering right around the spot. Like I said, it's early on, but nobody's really pulled away in the West. Uh, the Jazz have come down to earth a little bit. Um, they've lost three straight. Now they're 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 six and four in their last ten. Uh, they're a half game back from the Blazers, who are in first place. Believe it or not, um, which I feel like is kind of the surprise. Like I think if if you flipped where Golden State and Portland are in the standings right now, like at the beginning of the year, I think that's, you know, where people would have expected it to be. Um, but Portland's 10 and five and uh, they look great. They look, you know, they, I think they probably could use a little more offense here, but at, at this point their, their defense is, is keeping them in games and Damian Lillard is always going to be a person that, you know, is going to be the go-to guy at the end of the game. Um, Simmons is playing awesome. Josh Hart is making, you know, big plays for them. 
Um, so exciting to see what the, the Blazers are doing. Dave Miller has always been a person I've cheered for. So he's a, he's a, you know, fun player. And I think, you know, he's a guy that's been there and been around the block a couple times and been in playoff series. So that's going to be huge for this Portland team. Um, and, you know, there's something to be said about a guy who doesn't want to leave, you know, like he's, he really, really wants to win one in Portland. Um, and it's pretty interesting because they've, it's never really felt like they've made um, like great moves to kind of support him. Um, you know, they've drafted some guys, you know, they've added some like depth pieces, but I don't know if it's like a, a plane with him, but um, Jeremy Grant has been great for them. Simmons has been good. Nurkic has been good. Um, their rookie sharp has been playing, um, you know, about 20 minutes a game. Uh, he's averaging 10 points. I think his, his, um, his playing time is going to increase. I think he had a big night last night, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check on that. Um, but he, uh, let me see here. I just want to double check. I think he had like 30 last night, 20. No, not that sick. He had 20, but that's big for, nice. for, for, for a rookie. Wise. Yeah. That's not bad. No. I just thought it was going to be more, but he's, he's playing. I think he, his playing time will go up. And then, like I said, I hit it on Josh Hart. Who's, you know, he's averaging eight points, but he's got eight boards for them for assists a game. Like he's, he's kind of like that hustle guy on the team. I feel like where he's, he's making some big plays for him when, you know, they need to get a loose ball. He's been awesome rebounding. So uh, the Blazers are a fun team to watch right now. Um, going to some other teams in the West, I'm going to hit on the Warriors. Um, Everybody's loving to talk about the Warriors right now. They have yet to win a game on the road this year. Um, this is the defending champion we're talking about, and they're six and nine right now. Um, they're th- three and seven in their last ten. And like I said, they haven't won a road game yet. Um, their defense is atrocious right now. They're getting absolutely blown out of the water. Um, uh, we're on the defensive end, Sun scored 130 points against them, and and you never really felt like Golden State had a chance. And um, Steph scored 50 in that game. So when Steph scores 50, you feel like you should have a pretty good chance to win a game. And that's just not the case right now. Um, they're 0-8 on the road. Like I said, they're 6-1 at home. Uh, so, you know, you think in your head, if they could just be like 500 on the road, they'd be just a drastic change. And they'd be, you know, right in the top of the West, which is where I think everybody expected them. But um, outside of those those obvious stats, I think some of their stuff is struggling with kind of the, the relationships on the team right now. So obviously with Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole before the season, um, you know, there was going to be some backlash. And I think right now what you're seeing out of him is he can't be his true self. He can't be that leader that he normally is where he's kind of a crazy um, energy guy where he, you know, talks shit during the game, gets in people's faces, plays hard defense. I feel like he's drawn back a little bit. Um, and I wonder if that has an impact on his teammates a little bit where, you know, they're doing some things that he typically would point out and typically get them on, get on them for. And, and he doesn't feel like he can do that now. Um, and then on the other side of that, the other veteran, you have Clay Thompson, who is struggling all over the place. Um, isn't a good defender anymore. He used to be one of the better two way players in the league struggling to shoot right now is forcing his hand. Um, you know, so I feel like they're in an interesting part of where, you know, like, do you let them play 
Like, do you let him, you know, or do you slowly start to cut back his minutes? And normally I would say you slowly start to cut back his minutes, but they don't really have anybody else to go to. Their their depth is not there. Some of the younger guys that I had recent that I talked about earlier in the year about how they were, you know, kind of just reloading um, hasn't really worked out. Wiseman was sent to the G League, who is, uh, you know, their second overall pick in 2020, um, which is crazy. Um, Saw that. Very confused. Why is he in the G League? Because he's, he's, he's like dunking on people, and I thought it was the NBA, but it was the G League. No, he's like, this guy's yamming. I'm like, this he, guy's a dog, and I'm like, that's a G League. I'm like, oh, dang, okay. He's not but NBA he's, ready from from people. How old is everybody, he? like twenty. Yeah, probably twenty. Okay. He's got time, I was but just like, so confused. I'm like, the G League. I thought you were like the second overall pick. He was. He's, he he looks lost off- offensively. Um, he doesn't really fit with what they're doing, um, at least where his game's at right now. And he just isn't being that beneficial, which is something that they needed because they definitely need some size. Um, and they thought him, he was going to be big. They thought Kaminga was going to be big. Um, so I'm feeling really good right now about not picking them for my finals out of the West. Uh, I picked the Clippers, which the Clippers don't look did great. Pick the Clippers. Um, I remember that. Yeah. Which, which I, the Bucks in the I, no, I, I took the that on my own. And then as I've, listen to more basketball stuff. A lot of people picked them, which is kind of lame. Um, but Kawhi Leonard played last night for the first time in a couple weeks. He scored six points. Um, six. Could have been five. Six points. Could have been five. Which I, know, <laughs> which I know Kawhi isn't like necessarily only known for his scoring. He only played 25 minutes. Um, you know, he had five boards, four assists. Uh, he was plus 26 when he's out on the court. So it's like... You know, you feel good. About, obviously, it was against the Pistons, and they won only won by five. But like, I think that just says a lot about what Kawhi can do. Um, he's definitely still not back to his normal self. Um, you know what I mean? Like, he, he went two for eight, and, and some of that's going to take some time to get his feet back under him, um, and just get back into the swing of things. But yeah, right now they definitely need him um, to be over where they're at. They're nine and seven right now. Um, you know, Paul George and Reggie Jackson are obviously big parts of that offense. And I feel like they'll get going a little bit more once they kind of find that comfort zone back with Kawhi. Cause nobody, obviously he hasn't played, so nobody's played with him. Um, but yeah, they're in ninth place, um, in the West right now. So that pick out of the West is not looking great, but we believe in them. Uh, this is something too to nine and seven right now. And Kawhi hasn't really played, um, they're seven and three in their last 10. So they're, they're definitely playing better right now. Um, they're they're pretty solid defensively, offensively without Kawhi out there. They're they're struggling a little bit. Um, Reggie Jackson has not been playing as well as he did last year for them. So, um, something to keep an eye on, obviously. Uh, but to to really see how that team gels when when Kawhi gets back to playing, you know, upwards towards like thirty minutes a game, um, I think that's gonna they're really gonna be careful with him because he clearly doesn't look a hundred percent, and it's pretty obvious that they. They don't believe he's 100% because he's not playing as much. Um, but another fun, it's probably the best story in the NBA right now, in my personal opinion, is not the Oklahoma City Thunder. He plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder, but Shea Gillius Alexander, SGA, is single-handedly keeping that team above dog. 500, and he is doing it in a dramatic fashion right now. He's been playing dog. incredible basketball. Um, yeah, OKC is 7-8. and eight. Um, I think pretty much they were written off by everybody and not saying that they're going to make a bunch of pushes, um, you know, because, again, Chet Holmgren's out for the year. 
Um, he was, you know, obviously their, their top lottery pick. And, uh, but right now SGA is, is playing both sides of the ball. I think in my opinion, Tatum and Giannis are probably the only two other people that account for so much on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, SGA, you know, Luca and Steph are very obviously like offensively dominant players, but, um, SGA right now is, is, uh, I heard his offensive game, Joe, I think you might like this one. His offensive game was compared to drinking a coffee without the top on it in the middle of rush hour traffic. Okay. He's just super herky jerky. Yeah. He's super herky jerky and you're not sure what he's doing. And he scores and he's averaging. I like that. um, Who said that? Kudos to whoever said that. I don't know. That's cool. It was probably, I'm not sure who it was, but he's averaging 32 a night right now. And, uh, he's not going to, he's not going to finish his career with the thunder. Is he? So that's the interesting part is I think he might. He's going to be a Laker. No, because. So here's the thing is, is or a Nick. the Thunder have been tanking for so long. Well, that's what people would like would want in New York, but they already screwed up the Donovan Mitchell thing. Donovan Mitchell should be in New York. They should have never let him go to Cleveland. Yeah, they that's bad. I honestly thought he was going there. I was like, this is going to be it. This is going to be the one they he get. He did too. No. Yeah. He, in the in interview. Yeah, he get he, he was on uh, JJ Reddick's podcast and was talking about how he he thought for sure he was going to um, New York to play for the Knicks, which Donovan Mitchell in New York that I feel like so would turn into a mega the superstar. Yeah. The Knicks, the Knicks, but um, sick. Yeah, SGA right now is awesome. He had a buzzer beater the other night. Uh, like I said, he's scoring thirty two point three a night, and he's doing it mostly in the paint. Um, you know, he's, he, he's a lengthy wing, but he's definitely not, you know, he's, he has percentages in the paint of buckets scored up there with like Giannis and Embiid, which is, which is crazy. Um, John Morant's obviously up there, but John Morant plays in a different world with his explosiveness and ability to kind of like do similar things. I feel like that MJ did, you know, after they take off from the ground and just kind of spin around and do certain things with the ball. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. SGA right now is on the top of most people's league pass charts of like must watch um, basketball because he is, he's the whole team and they, they are brutal when he's not on the court. It's it's it is like, it's pretty crazy because I feel like he might right now like when a team doesn't have that person on the court like, I'm I'm thinking like maybe Kevin Durant right now is the only other person in the league that has that much of an impact maybe. Um, Luca at times, but you know the Dallas roster is much better than Oklahoma City. The Nets roster is not. Moving to the Nets, um, Kevin Durant had some some pretty pretty funny statements in his in his recent interviews. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but he basically was saying like he listed the team, their right? whole <laughs> he listed their whole starting lineup and basically was like by name, right? So he called out all like four or five of his teammates, and then he was basically like. Yeah, what do you expect me to do with these guys? You know what I mean? I didn't Crazy. think that was like, real. People, I saw that. Oh, I'm like, that's sh- that's baller. That's kind of badass. Is, not gonna lie, because no one ever does it by like everyone. He straight up no, said that, there, for quote, sure that first quote and looked last like, a ball, like a ball sack sports quote at first. But he was just like, yeah, what do you expect me to do with like Royce O'Neal and Nick Claxton and Joe Harris? You know what I mean? And, and everybody's like, holy shit, Katie. Like everybody knows. <laughs> but you're he's right. Because when he, I I was completely right. Because when he said that, like you're he's not lying. He's not lying. No, like that's he's absolutely one hundred percent telling Shaq's the truth. I that was Shaq's kid, Royce O'Neal or whatever. I'm like that Shaq's kid, right? It's not. No, nope. um, O'Neal with an E. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, 
Yeah, he's playing with he's playing with scrubs. He's like the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's got nothing. He's TJ Watt. Do you really think you really think that Shaq would name his son Royce? No, I don't know. I saw O'Neal. Like, <laughs> man, if I see James in an NBA jersey, I think it's LeBron's kid or something. Yeah, so. that's fair. That's fair. No, um, but yeah, Kyrie's back from suspension tonight, I believe. Um, so you know they were playing pretty well without him there for a bit. Um, so we'll see what kind of like. You know, and I'm not expecting like some sort of changed man, changed player, but like we'll see what uh we get from Kyrie back from that suspension. Obviously, like what he can do offensively with the ball is is unmatched basically by anybody his size. Um but the Nets are seven and nine um out of the playoff picture right now as the eleventh seed. Um Shockingly, a team, I shouldn't say shockingly, but the Bulls are kind of someone I thought would be more in the middle of the pack. And right now that they're six and nine and, and been, you know, they're, they've lost three straight. Um, they haven't looked great. You know, seeing your name only one spot above the Magic, the Hornets and the Pistons is never a good feeling, um, especially for a Chicago team that they feel like, you know, they have some good pieces. Um, but I, I, I truthfully think that, you know, they're going to look back on that. Um, I'm going to screw his name up, but the, the Vujicic trade and, uh, and, and, and really wish that that didn't happen. Um, DeMar, Zach Levine played pretty well, but they gave up a lot for, for some potential really good picks that they gave to the magic to get him, um, you know, and so bulls are underperforming. Um, they've got some pieces in that roster that you feel like, should be better than they are. You know, you got the glue guy, the defensive, uh, the energy guy in Caruso, um, which, you know, Lakers wish they probably still had him. Um, Caruso's obviously like been exactly, exactly what they need, but um, he's long gone. Uh, but yeah, so the Bulls are six and nine out of the playoffs as well. Um, Sixers, Heat are ninth and 10th seed. Um, I got the, oh, where the Sixers at? That was my, that was my pick. They're seven They're and nine. Seven. How are the yeah, Suns? They're the the Knicks are one game up on them. So that's my team. I cheer for I cheer for the Knicks, but I picked the Sixers. I got the Timberwolves and the Knicks. Okay, it's my NBA perspective. So um, the East, obviously, I was the born East in Minnesota. Right now is, and you guys know I'm a Jets fan, so I do I do the yep. Jets, Knicks. I don't know. There's Mets. So Knicks, that'd be badass if you made the finals. I picked the Sixers though, and they for will the sake not of this be podcast, the Okay, so so I'm screwed on that. But tell me where the Suns are at because I picked the Suns. No, I I shouldn't say that. the Sixers. I don't. I think the Sixers are about to fire Doc Rivers pretty soon. In my All opinion, right, so that's not ideal. Like this is not ideal for my situation. No, maybe we not. hire uh, who's uh, uh Coach K. Bring him to the Sixers. <laughs> we bring Coach K to Philly. Out of retirement finals. That would be Book crazy. It. Uh, no, your sons are your sons are in second place in the West. They're a half See? game back from the Blazers. Boom! They um, shout out Phoenix and Chris Paul hasn't played much. Uh, they're six and four in their last ten, um, which you know I think that'll be kind of the whole storyline of this whole season. You know, Chris Paul's on the back end of his career. The team is awesome when he's out there. Uh, they're pretty good without him. Um, but they, they, Cam Johnson's going to be out for a while. I talked about this last week. Um, Chris Paul's out. Jay Crowder, um, which you assume that they're going to trade him because um, they they can't really come to terms with him. 
Um, but yeah, the Suns Suns are probably the best looking team in the West, in my opinion. Like, right? Uh, it's my freaking. Team. They don't have the depth. They don't have the depth of other teams per se. But the guys, like, they just have a couple guys every night that just like really play well. Aiton has been playing well. Um, Cameron Payne dropped a, a bunch of points on the Warriors the other night. Uh, Mikel Bridges is a phenomenal two-way player. And then obviously Devin Booker leads the show there. Um, and he's uh, really coming into his own, I feel like, the last couple of years and turning into kind of that that winner that everybody everybody knew he was a scorer and like a, a generational scorer. But now he's kind of turned himself into a winner. But at the same time, um, that team is, in my opinion, only going to go as far as Chris Paul's health will go. Uh, moving to another team in the, in the West is the Nuggets, which – I love this team. I think the Nuggets are so fun to watch, and I don't think that they're close to their potential yet. They're 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 nine and five, half game back. But I still truthfully feel like Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr., who are obviously like the second and third most important players on that team besides Jokic, are still like not really there yet. Um, I think their offense is really good, but it can can get better. Um, defensively, they suck. Eighth worst defense in the NBA, um, which. It, it does not lead to a winning formula. So the fact that they are nine and five is, is honestly pretty impressive. Um, shows you how, how good their offense is, but I don't think that is sustainable. Um, they're going to definitely have to step it up defensively. Um, which, you know, some of these things take time, I guess, to, to gel, to, to, you know, get familiar with people on the floor, where they're going to be, when to switch. Um, you know, so much of it is pick and roll offense right now. Um, you know, and, and screening guys and switching and understanding that. So, um, you know, with Porter Jr. And, and, and Jamal Murray haven't played for, you know, a year, year plus, um, it's going to take some time to to get frequent with each other on the court. So um, Nuggets are a fun team to watch. Jazz, like I said, came back down to earth a little bit. Pelicans and Grizzlies are right there in the fifth and sixth seed. They're a game back from the Blazers in first. Um, Mavs, seventh seed. The Kings, shockingly, are an eighth seed. They're eight and six. This is crazy. I shouldn't say crazy because they do have a lot of talent in that starting roster. You know, they have Barnes, they have Sabonis, Darian Fox. Like they've got some guys um, that can definitely put up some numbers and score and, and play defense. So, um, you know, defensively, they're they're not spectacular, um, like depth wise, because um, they're. <laughs> Their opponent's point per game right now is 116.6, but their offense right now is, is spectacular. I think they lead the league in points per game at 120.3. Oh, they're just behind the Celtics at 120.4. But yeah, the 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 Kings are a fun watch. And I feel like this Kings team kind of represents what the NBA as a whole is this season so far, is just kind of a lot of parity. Um, you got a lot of these middle teams like right in the pack that that any night can show up and beat you. Um, because, you know, these teams that necessarily, you know, have the star power, some of these teams, I shouldn't say all these teams, but they don't have as much depth as they'd like. They don't have necessarily the shooters that they like. They don't play hard on defense. Um, they don't rebound well. So some of these things are just, you know, like a work in progress and, and hopefully they can figure it out. But, you know, the Kings have a bunch of young guys who, you know, are, are, are playing hard and, and working both sides of the ball. So, I think another young team that's exciting right now is the, the Hawks. Um, defensively, they are, you know, I feel like they're, they're missing that solid wing player. Um, John Collins has kind of been 
not exactly what they wanted out of him, I believe. But, uh, you know, I could see them potentially trading him at some point. But they're 14th best uh, defensive rating. Um, obviously, uh, their their offense is 19th best, which is kind of shocking. Um, I think that will turn up. Um, I think Trey Young will continue to get more comfortable with Murray and he'll get going. I know some of his shooting numbers are lower than they have in the past. Um, to me, this, this feels like a team that could go into a playoff, like the first round of the playoffs and win a series and really be in contention to, to battle, to make it to the Eastern conference finals right now. Um, I don't think they have the answers for the bucks or the Celtics. Um, but I do feel like they could, they could definitely, challenge these teams a little bit I don't, I don't think they have what it takes to beat these teams um because right now the celtics and the bucks are probably the, the the pull away favorites for the east um i'm hoping for a rematch in the eastern conference with a healthy bucks team um who are banged up right now and they're still winning um with you know i think they have five of their top key players they've they're missing like Connaughton, middleton um drew holidays missing games Giannis was out for a couple games um they've been all over the place and they they still are right at the top of the league um they're 11 and 3 Celtics are 12 and 3 um the Cavs have come down to earth they've lost five straight um like I said Mitchell was out for a couple um the Raptors this year are 9 and 7 uh they're in the 5th seed uh they're kind of this middle team that I feel like is just always going to kind of hang around um, they play solid defensively, but they still have don't really have that like superstar player, that one guy that um, you know that that can kind of take them to the next level. So I don't really like, you know, you could see the Raptors probably clawing out like a first round victory, but um, you know the way it is right now, obviously it's super early. But that matching up against the Cavs, like I probably like the Cavs over them, uh, but you know this Toronto team could probably use one more piece, and I think that they could get that from some of the younger guys. I think Scotty Barnes can take a step in the right direction. Um, they have OG, they have Siakam, you have Gary Trent Jr. So a ton of pieces, but they all feel like really good, like number two or number three players where they need that kind of like go-to guy that can really um, elevate those guys. Um, so I'm not sure if they have that on their roster right now, um, but they're nine and seven. They're always going to be a well-coached team. They're always going to be solid defensively. Um, that's just kind of the Raptors way. So, um, it'll be interesting to see. I know there was rumors about SGA going there. I don't think that's going to happen. I feel like that might've been just trumped up stories to hopefully get some buzz around him, but I don't see SGA leaving Oklahoma city. Um, but the Pacers, they're the sixth seed in the East right now. And the wizards are the seventh seed, which are shocking. Um, with the Sixers heat nets and bulls being, 9, 10, 11, 12. I think that's where, you know, you would have flipped probably the Pacers, Wizards, and Knicks. Um, but they're playing better than those teams. Like I said, the Nets and Bulls are struggling. The Heat are struggling a little bit. Sixers are probably going to be out of a coach pretty soon. If if I'm not mistaken, I believe they're playing the Bucks right now and they're losing last time I saw. Um, so the Sixers Tyrese could Maxey probably... also just got hurt. Oh, that is huge. How hurt? Um... Another Woj bomb that we have. Uh, Woj tweeted two minutes ago, Tyrese Maxey is out for the rest of this Sixers-Bucks game, is all he tweeted. That would be a huge loss. Uh, he is, because Harden's out as well, so that team is just nice. going to turn My team's looking good. Joel Embiid show. Um, you, need, you need grit yeah, to make it to the big. finals. But, this, team, this team's got the grit, okay? 
Just wait. Just wait, people. That pretty much does it for the NBA. Um, you know, you have the Magic, Hornets, and Pistons. Not a ton to talk about there. They are definitely in tank mode for Wembenyama. Um, Paolo Bencaro and Cade Cunningham are obviously fun um, young players, but that teams just don't have much around them. LaMelo Ball came back. I think he played two games, had like 15 or so assists, but then had like eight turnovers, and then he got hurt. So uh, the Hornets are one of those teams that I wouldn't be shocked if they are on top of people's list to acquire some of those some of their players in a trade. Um, some you know a team that's probably contending and looking for some pieces. So Charlotte, keep an eye on them for potential trade with like Rogier or Gordon Hayward. Um, players like that um the bottom of the west here um i hit on golden state um a little bit you know they they have their struggles with clay um, jordan Poole hasn't been playing that great wiseman's in the g league draymond's not being that great um steph is so if this team can turn around um i think the these role players need to, to step up a little bit and um Honestly, that I hate to call Clay Thompson a role player, but that's kind of what he is right now. You know, he's not the same player he was before, and you know he he needs to he needs to step it up. Um, another team that hasn't won on the road yet that nobody's talking about because nobody's shocked by this is the Lakers. They're three and ten. Um, they're only a game up on the Rockets, which is crazy. Um, Rockets are three and twelve, and then the Spurs are six and ten. They cooled off from their hot start. Um, I don't want to beat a dead horse with the Lakers. Um, we'll see what this team looks like back when LeBron gets back. It's probably going to be too late. Um, we'll see how fast they try to hit a panic button and see if trades happen with those Lakers. But uh, as of now, they are very dead, which is disappointing to see some of LeBron's you know good years left probably being wasted on this team. But the Lakers, top to bottom, you know, outside of Anthony Davis and LeBron and you know, Russ has been playing all right, but if they want to be better, Russ has to play a lot better than all right. So uh, that should do it for the NBA. Um, we'll obviously check in in a week in NHL and see where see where these games or, you know, these teams are doing and go from there. But, uh, yeah, we should uh, roll into our NFL picks and wrap this episode up for you folks so we can uh, – Joe can get back to his Friday night, baby. Friday night, baby. I bet baby. we have two, two of the same picks. Two of the same picks. All right. Uh, I'm gonna two of the same picks. I bet which, we uh, which which are your two picks that you think we have? Start. Give me with. Give me your. Well, first I don't one like right doing now. that because then it reveals the two picks that I have. Okay. Okay. Like fine. The, fine. Just I give like me your first pick. One for give me your one. first pick. Okay. I like that. All right. We're gonna have two of the same picks. Um, I'll start with the first pick because I think you're gonna have this one too. Noon slate. This game is taking place in the state of Louisiana, and I'm taking the Los Angeles Rams. Did you take them? Wow. Hell no, I didn't take the Rams. Okay, I'm off Saints again. Saints minus but, three. Oh, you took the Saints. Saints minus three is my first right. pick. We're balling out this weekend then, Jake. I got wow. the Rams at covering that minus three. The Saints are favored. Give me the Rams. Can you I don't know give why. me I just one like reason why? Is Stafford back? Maybe. Hey. Maybe is all who I need. Is, I hate the Saints. Who, I don't like the who Saints are they at gonna all. Throw, I, I hate the Saints too. This but is a big Cooper Allen, Cup isn't playing. Allen Robinson, baby. This is his week. This is what they traded oh him for, signed God. him for. All right. the hell. All right. We're doing A Rob right here. Give me the Rams. That Covering was my that like that is like my mortal smash lock of the week. Like I saw that game and I was like, 
Saints are only like I thought for sure more than a score, like three, not even three and a half. L.A. I didn't even didn't even think about it. L.A. It's a baby. home game. L.A. Crazy. All right. All right. All right that's whatever. my first one. So my my first one is Saints minus three okay, over the Rams. So that's, we'll do that. Okay, you got the Saints. No, that was that was my first. That was my yes. first. Sort See, of I was close. We're in the same games, different team. Um, my second pick, we got to stay. Where am I? The noon slate. Crazy game last week. Crazy game last week. Uh-oh. Snowing this week. A bunch in Buffalo. Can't even play their own game in their own stadium. They move it to this great city of Detroit. Very safe city. Inside Ford Field. Give me the Bills. Give me the Bills. I think Minus they blow eight. the shoes off of the Cleveland Browns here. Josh Allen in a true dome. Unbelievable. I, I forgot the stats. I saw it today. He's a freak in a true dome. We just be embarrassing on national television last week with that crazy game. He's got to bounce back. I'm taking the bills here. I need something crazy. I, the spread's eight. That's a lot in an NFL football game, but I like to take chances and roll the dice in life. Give me the Buffalo bills. They're going to do it for the city of Buffalo. Half the city won't even get to see it. Cause probably cables knocked out. Cause there's about 12 feet of snow <laughs> in their houses right now. The snow. Yeah. So um, I'm going Buffalo bills here. Minus eight over the Browns. I did not even take a part of that game. I wanted nothing to do with it. Um, I I agree with most of what you're saying. Um, I would have definitely taken the Browns had it have been not them to win, but I would have taken them with the points had that game been outside because I think that game would have been like, they robbed us of that. It would have been like 10 to seven or something, you know, they Um, robbed us of that. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed. Uh, I, I know a lot of people I love took a the under game. in that game, and a lot of books had to give money back, or not money back, but they had to cancel bets because it shifted so much. Isn't I it? The over under so, is at like fifty now. Exactly, it was at fifty, and it isn't. It's such a good feeling watching a sports game, like an NFL game, when it's just coming down with snow, and you're sitting so in your living room, like just super warm, and you're just watching other athletes compete in the cold weather. You're sitting there, a cup of coffee, maybe a couple of beers. And you know who the and real it's just athletes warm are in your room, but you love watching it. Huh? I said the real athletes in that game were the fans of Buffalo. That's because they're wasted. They're getting st- stolen a home game. A home yeah, game was stolen sucks. from the city of Buffalo, that does which suck. sucks. So that's not that bad is the like the picture perfect, like Buffalo Bills that Mafia. That is Buffalo, like, but yeah. it's, it's literally like six feet of snow. I don't think Devin Singletary is six feet tall. He isn't 5'7", I heard. Yeah. Uh, my second pick was Steelers plus four over the Ooh, with the Bengals. Picking you know, with the, like Steelers. the Steelers. That's my pick. Uh, I didn't get the odds. Okay, well, I'll say I took that was my, I took the Bengals. You took Bengals minus my third four. pick. I took the Bengals. Oh my gosh! We're we're going, okay, we are going at it. This two week. games already. Because you're the Bengals guy. I thought you were going to ride with me on this one. You love the Bengals. You're like I'm, I'm taking the Bengals. Okay. When, the when Bengals. have I ever said that? Couple episodes. I took like, them yep. earlier, and they screwed me every time. Yeah, I know. I got. Dang, I thought you were gonna Browns. take the Bengals on this. No, dude, I am. I am all in on Mike Tomlin, T.J. Watt, Kenny Pickett, Najee Harris, yeah, George Pickens, one defensive, Deontay end. Johnson. T.J. Watt is a monster. He's gonna single-handedly wreck that game. Um, plus four. Which means Bengals can win by a field goal, and I still get this one. But they won't. This Bengals seems like a great a opportunity for me. Bengals right, by well, seven. We'll see. All right. It's gonna be a, it's so gonna Bengals be a spicy weekend. Your third one. Uh, man. How many have you said? Two. So you can give me a. You can give me a third. 
You want my third? Yeah. You want my third? Oh, God. Jets Wait. plus three and a half against the Come Patriots, on. baby. Give it to me. Feeling good about this Let's one, go. Dude. I didn't pick them because I'm scared, but thank you. In yes. Foxborough. Oh, I'm terrified. Jets, Jets, Jets. There we go, Jake. Get on the train. Terrified. I'm so scared of this team right now with this weekend. Oh, wow. I We can't But they gave me the half point. This feels okay. like a half point. The Jets defense can keep him in this game. I am I'm never, never, ever scared of Mac Jones. This He's is gonna facts. be a run dominant game facts. by Stevenson and Belichick, but we'll see. I like defense. I like Jets plus three and a half here. Damn this right you like, do. Damn right you do. It feels like it feels like the Jets won't be able to beat them at home for a while. I don't know why. For Probably whatever five reason, years. We can't beat this damn football team, but we can beat the Bills. But I want to beat the Patriots. I'm so sick and tired uh, of the this Patriots. This is it. This is it. Off a of bye Come week. Come on. Give it to me, they're, New York. Are they, they're both off a of bye week, right? Both off a of bye week. Healthy. It's going to be a bloodbath. Noon, CBS. I'm so fired up for this game. So sick of the Patriots. We can't beat them. I, I know I like beating the Bills, but I want to beat the Patriots, all right? Yeah. I'd rather have a Patriots oh, yeah. win over the Bills. Bills is badass. We, I'm, I'm sick and tired of the Patriots, okay? 12 years, whatever the hell it's been since we beat them. Thank you for picking them. I was too scared to do it. I, I didn't want to jinx it, but you did, and that's what's awesome about it. That's what this mm. podcast is about. We're fired ATS. up. ATS. Come on. This Friday's feeling good. All right. All right. That was your third pick. We are buzzing on that one. Um, fourth pick. Had to. Fourth, thank you. Fourth pick. I I don't feel good about it. Mm, give um, it to me. Because they they've screwed me like the last four weeks. Oh. Yeah, you know, you know it. And it's a it's a horrible football game. Very bad. Taking the Raiders. Yes, I am too. <laughs> Taking the Raiders. You owe me, Las Vegas. Fuck the Broncos, dude. That was Nick Monari's pick, by the way, too. But I was like, I'm riding with Nick because the Raiders dude, have, have killed me and they owe me the a damn win. It's going to be yes, against this do. horrible Denver Bronco team. Let's go Raiders. Fire McDaniels, but let's go Raiders. Dude, I couldn't be more against the Broncos. Like that, just as a full team and organization, like they, they are just, they're so far down on my shit list. So the Raiders are, are maybe a step above them because of the way that they've done us this year. But yeah, haven't got me a riding. single win. Plus two and a half. You, you Plus only. two and a half. And it's going to be this weekend. Yeah. Wait, I like that we one. We have them too? Yeah. That was my fourth. So we're at four. All right. Five. You're probably not going to agree with me, but. Senorita, senorita, games in Mexico City, Jake, Monday night. Niners, Cardinals, spreads eight, San Fran. Give me that little small quarterback, Kyler Murray. Taking no the Cardinals, Kyler. Let's go. Plus, that's what that's the sound you hear when Kyler's running. Is he playing? I have no idea. I don't care. I'm taking the Cardinals. I do not want to look. I don't do research before games. I think games, you'd Jake. rather have Colt McCoy play. Colt McCoy's a dog. Hook him. I'll take that as a backup. Let's go. I'm taking the Cardinals anyway. Mexico City, they're going to have tequila. They're going to be going to Cabo. Or the, no, they'll be Mexico City, but they're going to the beach. <laughs> Come on. Mexico give me the City, Cardinals. I, I like a little spicy here, Monday night, I love too. it. I love it. Give wow. me the spice. That, I did not see that one coming. I thought I stayed away from that game. My final pick is Chiefs minus five over the Chargers. I was thinking about that one. It's always so scary. Five? Five is a weird Weird number though. It was a weird love, number. I, it's in LA. You four, know that crowd in LA. They get rowdy. Feel way better about. I just don't. I don't like this Chargers team at all. I love the Chiefs. I love Mahomes. Um, 
this feels like a big Kadarius Tony game because I think Juju, McCole Hardman, and MVS are all going to be out. Question: so, Do I start D Hop or Tony at my flex spot? D Hop. Okay, cool. Thank God. D Hop's been a monster. I hope Tony rakes points on my bench, and I'm just block blocking the rest of my league from someone picking him up. So, yep, I'll give him that. I I do I do think that like Tony might have like a higher ceiling potentially, but I think D hop like his floor is probably going to be like 15 points. Cause he's just like due for 10 yeah. receptions and at least like 70 yards right now. So um, other games we didn't get to, I stared long and hard at bears against the Falcons. I really wanted to take the bears plus three. Um, but I think about 80% of the public is on the bears plus three. Uh, couldn't do it. Scared me away. Uh, but I, I, I like the Bears being frisky in this game against the Falcons. I thought the Falcons looked terrible last week. Um, who do you got in that one, Joe? Falcons. Just because I called Justin Fields a loser, so I have to back oh, it up. True. You did. So okay. I'm going with the Falcons. Um, other games we didn't get to, Eagles-Colts. Eagles are seven-point favorites in Indianapolis. This is Jeff Saturday's second game. It'll be a first real test. I was flirting um, with this. It was in my mind. I like you think the Colts. Colts plus seven? I like the Colts. Yeah. You like the Colts? Yeah. The roof is closed. Uh, I don't like the Eagles, so I don't like the Eagles either. But, but how much we'll do you see. like the Colts? But how much do you like the Eagles? I guess we'll never know. I like the Jeff Saturday Colts a lot more than I did before that. I do play that much. Um, we talked about Jets Patriots. We talked about Rams Saints. Uh, didn't get this one. Lions three point dogs to the Giants in New York. I thought about taking Giants minus three here. But the Lions offense... Let's go. I, I'd hammer the under on this game. Interesting. I was going to take the over. Okay. Well, all right. There we go. We are not... We're going complete opposite way this weekend. I think... 45? 45 points between the New York Giants and Detroit Lions? I guess 45 is... I mean, so hear me out. The Giants, they're, they're, the name of the game for them is just to run the ball, obviously, right? Um, yeah. If that's the case, it probably leans towards an under game for sure. But I think that the Lions might come out hot here with their offense, and their offense can kind of get into a shootout. Um, that was the reason I stayed away from this game because I think if the Lions turn this into a shootout, I think the Giants might be screwed because I don't know if they can keep up with them. Um, but the Lions' defense sucks. Horrible. Which makes me feel like it's going to be an over. Vanilla, Vanilla like Vic at quarterback too. So for uh, yeah. the Giants, that is. Vanilla Vic, he might. Yeah, you never know. Uh, the next game is Panthers-Ravens. Ravens are 13-point favorites. That's a lot of points uh, in a football game, that's man. That's a lot of points. But, it's but it Panthers. is the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It is the Locked Panthers. in there. Locked in there. <laughs> uh, I think this will be a Ravens win. Yeah, uh, Ravens win. It's like a – it is not – I don't want to say a must win for them, but it's like kind of a must win because you can't lose to the Panthers. It is. Uh, it isn't like a season ruiner, but it would be a morale loser for sure. Um, so I definitely have Baltimore in that. I don't know about my 13, though. This feels like maybe a 10-point victory. Seven yeah, is seven. 10. Okay, there you go. Um, Commanders Texans, kind of almost. Commanders like are three point favorite. Really, Texans yeah, need I feel to like win. Heineke and, and da- they need the Commanders something. have to come down. Yeah, they got to come down at some point. Coming off of an emotional win against the Eagles, yeah, I feel that one. Um, we to wrap it up here, Raiders Broncos. We talked about Cowboys Vikings. Yep. Yeah. Dallas, one and a half. I'm going to, I'm going to Tom's watch bar for the game. In um, our house. This is for everyone in America. Vikings by seven. 
Skull. Yeah. We might stomp him. We're going to stomp him. We might chew up Dak and spit him out. I, I don't get it, man. The media, why would you give a 1.5 favorite in the U.S. Bank at a 325? The 325 thing, that freaks me out. And the Cowboys just lost, by the way, to the just Packers. Lost. You ever you, you stand up and podcast before? This is great. I'm doing this oh, right yeah, now. I feel great. like I'm, it is actually sweet. And you hold the mic, but so it's disrespectful so that voice the, projects, but yeah, it's very disrespectful that they are giving the Cowboys what that is. Brutal, Vikings by brutal. seven. I think a big day. This is Kirk's going to get over that. He is a noon. He's a dog at noon, but he's going to, this isn't prime time, but it's like the, the afternoon slate. It's prime his warm time. up. It's his warm up to prime time. Yep. Show us what you got. Kirk. Um, I'm not scared at all. Oh, Packers we got, coming we got our loss. tickets, by the way. We will be at the Vikings yes, that's right. Giants game. Christmas Eve. Me, Vikings Giants. Me, Joe, and Avery will be there. Um, yeah, true, true Woodlawn Circle gang right there. Um, that's going to be so fun. And then the final three games we talked about, Bengals Steelers, um, Chiefs Chargers, and 49ers Cardinals. Uh, Dolphins Seahawks Bucks and Jags are on the bye. So going to be an awesome week, as always. Um, very excited for that Vikings game. Um, I think it's time to show the world that the Cowboys are pretenders. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. I, they, I mean, let's do it, Vikes. This is it. Let's show America why. You, I don't know why that spread is. I was so pissed off. So let's do it. Hey, we said it all, all this time on the we podcast. Like we just keep, yeah, let's just keep staying we'll quiet keep until we win winning. the Super Bowl. And uh, Jets, let's beat the Patriots. Come on. I, it's it's I, time, I think Jets. it was like, it's our it was time, like, New York. It was like 10 years old the last time we beat these guys. So, uh, JTS, let's get it done. I hope you guys all have a great weekend. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. Jets, Vikings win. That's all we need. Damn, I'm excited. That's how we I'm do it. Good. That's how we do Our it. Are looking great. That's how we finish it up right there, babe. Cardinals in Mexico City. Come on. Nope. Come on. Not right. Yeah, I know. I don't feel good if Colt McCoy. I, nope. You just need the points. Eight points. That's a lot of points. Uh, World Cup started, right? Yeah, dude. Italy's not in it. That pissed me off because I'm Italian. They didn't even what make it. What happened there? I don't know. They didn't the USA all the way. Let's go with the United States of America. All right. Do USA. I got, I got USA versus uh, Ghana in the final. 6 nothing <laughs> USA. Final score. Is Ghana in it? I don't know, man, but that'd be badass. That'd be sick. <laughs> all right. Well, you enjoy your night, brother, and I will talk to you. Hey. Well, I'll talk to you this weekend, but we'll talk yeah. to you folks. Yeah, we'll be We'll, be we'll talk to you folks Tuesday. Have a good one. Yes, Have sir. a good weekend, people. All right. Adios. Peace. Peace.